0: Yeah, let's
1: let's let's put a disclaimer on and say right. Any any kids watching, get them out yeah. because it's,
0: it's bit, funny
1: enough, it's a bit sinister. It is. um <laughs> and it's 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 pretty sick. It is, and yeah. it's it's not Norfolk related, but this is called the Sinister Side Podcast, so it's it's very sinister.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, hello, Kaylee. Thank you for watching.
0: That's my um, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. Um,
1: so I think Amanda's going to kind of take it over now and just just go through this
0: uh, oh, really? quite
1: disturbing story. Yes. <laughs> okay, over to okay, you.
0: this is um, a modern account of obviously body snatching. I don't know if anyone's familiar with the body snatching that happens in Yarmouth or around other places, but this is actually a case from 2011. And it is in Russia, um, and a highly educated Russian historian, born in 1966, arrested in 2011 after police discovered 26 mummified corpses um, of female bodies ranging from the age of three to 25. Um, yeah, he exhumed the bodies from graveyards. Um, I've got some information about his early life and about the trial. Um, Well, not early life, but I say obviously, like, sort of things about his life leading up to it. Um, I don't know if you want to sort of talk about those first before we talk about that, before he was arrested, just to sort of, like, give a little bit of insight into him, I suppose, as a person. Um, Yeah, he's
1: he's got an interesting backstory, hasn't he, really?
0: Yeah, definitely. What did you, like, what did... What did you find out
1: about his backstory? What did you think? Well, it, it, very much a scholar, you know, he's versed in over sort of 12 or 13 languages, yeah. um, you know, a, a, a keen historian, well. you know, and he's a, a scientist and, you know, he, he seemed a very sort of educated man, but yeah. lonely. Yeah. You know, no, um, you know, apart from his parents, no immediate family, mm-hmm. you know, no wife, no kids, um, and he was, you know, very much into the macabre, you know, he, he I think he, he edited or, or contributed certainly to a, a necro something magazine. Yeah. Um, so that kind of sparked off his interest, but also I think as a child, he was asked to, um, well, he he, he claims that he was stopped in the street, uh, in, in a funeral procession mm. Uh, it was only sort of 13, sort of young, early teens, asked yeah. to to kiss the dead body of these 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 these, these uh, people's um, dead child, basically, yeah. and a, a ring was placed on the child's finger. And essentially, as far as his, as, far as the deceased parents were concerned, you know, their child got married that day. And he just kept kissing and kissing and kissing this corpse. And from then, it kind of sparked a, a, an interest yeah. in the in the dead.
0: Yeah, like a sort of obsession, weren't it? Like, from what I read as well, it definitely seemed like that account, whether it's true or not, because I thought, I wasn't sure, obviously, because he, um, you mentioned the, uh, the Necro um, article that he wrote for, because obviously, like you said, he was quite famous in Russia, where he was from, for being such um, a skilled historian. And I do, I question that. I wonder whether that was actually real or whether that was an excuse for him to give some sort of, not justification, but um, that was sort of why or that was a reason why. Because it seems really bizarre that he sort of got abducted and was taken to this funeral and forced to kiss this corpse and they were married. But yeah, I also like from following from that, it's quite interesting because, um, it said that from that, he then started having weird dreams about the corpse that he'd kissed and she visited him, which made him then start studying black magic. And he had an obsession with the occult apparently. And, um, When he then joined university, he joined the Society of Luciferians, apparently, which he Mm -hmm. then um, took a celibacy to uh, stop, well, to not have sex, to not drink, to not smoke. Um, So yeah, I thought, I don't know, I thought, it links, it sounds sort of like a story, but then is it too much of a story? It's strange. Yeah, I don't
1: know whether you sort of believe him or not. Yeah, it certainly sort of puts things in context. I think that possibly the one thing I do believe, which kinda of leads on to uh, almost what he did, was that he was a, a self proclaimed expert on cemeteries. He he knew all the cemeteries, he knew where the bodies were, he knew all the gravestones. Yeah. Um he arguably knew too much. Um, you, um, about, uh, about what was going
0: on. Yeah, did you read how many cemeteries he actually visited?
1: I did, I can't remember. I'm going to page down quickly while I. <laughs> Sorry,
0: um, I'm throwing you off. But it's it, it, crazy how many he actually visited. So obviously, I think his life definitely revolved around graveyards and the surroundings of it, obviously, the history of it. But yeah, that was. Um, that was all I sort of found about his backstory, sort of leading up to um, the arrest. But yeah. Mm.
1: 752 cemeteries. Wow. Um, just in in Nizhny Novgorod.
0: Oh, if that's, that's how you say it. <laughs> Oh, you're braver <laughs> than me, because I was even um, worried about pronouncing his name. Did we say his name? We did, didn't we?
1: I, I, I can't remember. Oh, um, we did, we did, Anthony. It. Yeah. And, and anatoly Moskvin.
0: yeah that's
1: it yeah so, okay
0: just so he <laughs>
1: it, it, he had this obsession with um, with the dead he had um you know I, I think it, it says here he was a self um, self-proclaimed necropolist uh, mm. And a colleague at work called his his work priceless. Like he mm. he did a lot of work and a lot of study around the dead. Exactly. But I think you yeah, know, despite being such a scholar, such a well educated man,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he didn't have anything. He didn't have any money. Yeah, you know, he, he was he was uh, shunned because he, you know, he, he didn't have anything really. He, yeah, he lived but... in his parents' house or in, in a basement or whatever.
0: Always like he isolated
1: um, really, didn't he? Yeah, um, and. <laughs> It, it, it sounds like one of those sort of unstable geniuses um,
0: yeah.
1: that, that, that you read about.
0: Well, oh, i got it. Sorry, go on.
1: It kind of it happened over quite a few years, didn't it? And he, he ended up sort of sleeping in coffins and, yeah. you know, just uh, lots of walks around cemeteries, which is fine, you know. Yeah. I mean, I quite like walking around cemeteries, but, but what he did next...
0: Yeah, then turns the... That's the weird part. Exactly, because then I suppose... So in 2005, uh, he was funded to obviously compile research for a book, which I suppose this is what I skip forward to. But um, that obviously included him going around all the cemeteries of the region and compiling all this evidence, obviously, for um, just the local history and for the graveyards. So he'd chisel away and get all the facts and everything, all the information, but at the same time, certain ones, he was then deciding to dig up and take the corpse. And then obviously taking the corpse, he'd then take it back to the apartment and mummify them himself um, using salt and bicarbonate of soda. Um, bicarbonate of soda, apparently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dress them up in doll's clothes and um, put makeup on them. There's other, there's very uh, like, disturbing stuff that he'd done as well but um, I watched on a on a video as well that was made about what he'd done and apparently some of the um, dolls because obviously there were 26 of them he actually would keep them in the clothes that they were buried in so some of them would mm. keep them in clothes obviously that he'd made or found or whatever but then others I think he wanted to preserve them in the clothes that they were buried in so not very nice. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so his his kind of um, his excuse almost, or his reasoning was that you know these these people, and he saw them as people, mm-hmm. and he would say, you know, they've they've been abandoned. Yeah, um, I I want to give them the life that they deserve. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, uh, and and some he had for sort of you know, over ten years. Yeah. You know, he, he, and like I say, you know, he, he would keep them in the clothes they were buried in. He would wrap yeah. their faces in in tights or whatever, mm-hmm. put some makeup on, and and, and and then, yeah, mummify them. But one of the more disturbing things was so he would do it. So he'd, he'd get the bodies, he'd dig them up, he'd take them back to his place or his parents' place. He would, you know, make them up. Yeah. But within their bodies, mm-hmm. he put some um, sort of almost electronic equipment. Like an, an actual doll that when you hug it, it will make a little tune.
0: Oh, uh, that's yeah, that's not nice, and that's really gross. Mm-hmm.
1: That's really gross. And and did
0: you read my, Probably one of
1: my sorry,
0: sorry he put that he actually put music boxes in there, didn't he? So that mm. yeah, when they move or when you touch them, obviously they'd make a noise to yeah but then I suppose do you think that's a sign of life maybe for him if they make a if they make a noise that shows that they're alive to him. It's strange. I wonder what the obsession is whether it is actually bringing them back to life or or having the doll because he has Well, he,
1: he he still claims i mean obviously you know he's been tried and he's been convicted um Of disturbing graves, basically, I think was was the main. um, But there there were loads and loads and loads of different counts against him. But I think he's since been diagnosed as schizophrenic, yeah,
0: um,
1: and basically not not quite right. I think you know he he needed help, you know, a lot earlier on. Um, You know, his his parents, you know, they and probably one of my favourite quotes, um, I think from his from his mum. I was going to read it verbatim. She said. In my best Russian accent. <laughs> um, we saw these dolls, but we did not suspect there were dead bodies inside. We thought it was his hobby to make such big dolls and did not see anything wrong with it. That's like saying, oh, Fred West loves his gardening. You yeah. Know, always, always, always gardening, always loves a bit yeah. of a dig in the garden. It's
0: flat. You know, out and, 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 and
1: these things just go, yeah. go by, don't they? Yeah.
0: It's, it's- yeah, they obviously just didn't want to face up to it or have any sort of yeah, didn't want to believe it was real. But I can't believe how long it took. Obviously, because he started. Well, but it's funny when you said actually um that he was diagnosed. You know, so he obviously needed early. In- well, while well, i was compiling all this and stuff, which started in 2005 that obviously some relatives then realised that the graves were being disturbed and some of them were completely dug up. But then he wasn't arrested anyway until 2011. So that's a long time to be able to do what you're doing as well. And where he was doing all this research, obviously there is accounts of him, like you said, sleeping in the graveyards. He slept in a coffin because he said he wanted to experience what the dead would feel like. Obviously, they are, well, not cries, but they're signs that somebody obviously needs some sort of help with doing that. But then he's isolated himself. There's no one there. And then it obviously took until 2011 for him to be arrested. But yeah, and now obviously he's spending the rest of his life in a, psychi- in a well, psychiatric hospital. So I did read an article about two days ago, um, that he is still refusing to apologise to the parents of any of the children that he dug up, which, and also there was a quote from the mum of one of the corpses that the child was nine, and she only had, obviously the time that she had with her child was nine years. He had her body, mummified body, for ten years. He had her longer than the mother. And, yeah, he still can't even apologise. So now after he'd even been treated for schizophrenia, obviously he's got problems, but he could just be cold-blooded and a psychopath, really. Or, or I don't know, some sort of um, diagnosis, obviously maybe where he doesn't feel empathy or emotion because he's clearly been treated and he still doesn't have that feeling or um, responsibility of knowing that he's done anything wrong.
1: there's Definitely a fine line there, isn't there? Because mm. cause it's a modern case, yeah. You know, exactly. had, had this thing happened in the what, 19th, 18th century, he would have been mm. probably hung or something, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, w- w- without any thought. But now it's like, oh, hang on, you know, mental mm. health kind of obviously mm. comes into things like that these days, yeah, um, and obviously, you know. It was a thing, but you'd still be tried and, you know, it wouldn't be a reason for getting off. It would be, yes. it would go on possibly the death certificate or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it, it just, it's just, I don't know, he clearly needs some help, but it's its Definitely. far too late. And I, I think he's probably getting the help he needs. Mm-hmm. But he's also said, you know, he, he literally told authorities not to not to bother to rebury the girls too deeply because he, as soon as he gets out, he's going to go and dig them up again.
0: Exactly. An, he's definitely, it's the drive, he's got to do it. There's no way he can not do it. But then, yeah, what, what is the drive? But then, yeah, I got a quote that he also said, um, I'll just quickly go down, where is it? But he's, oh, in his defence, um, he told him to have... He had done what he did because he was waiting for science to find a way to bring them back to life. Which, I don't know, I thought that was interesting when you were saying, like, earlier, does he also have an obsession when, because he thought they were abandoned and he wanted to give them warmth. Has he got this thing about being, maybe, he wants to save them and bring, I don't know, it's strange. Because for somebody who's so isolated, he'd have that sense of wanting to save them. Or did he yeah, do it just, pleasure strange it,
1: it, it, it's it's not healthy um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it <obviously, laughs> think you know i i I was sorry for his parents you know they're they're mm. under isolation, you know they've been ostracized yes. from their community um you yes. know they they can't show that I'll go out
0: yes. um, and that's the then the effect that it has, obviously, yeah, which is unfair. Because they're not to blame, whether they knew or not. And to be fair, they're an old couple anyway. You never, you never want to suspect like suspect that of your children. I would imagine. In hindsight, I suppose you're not gonna think you're. Well, I don't know. Obviously, you're not there, so you can't say. But don't. Yeah, they didn't do the crime, so it shouldn't be (sighs) your.
1: Exactly, but you know, people always oh, I'm always blame the parents. Yeah, know? of
0: course they do. Or oh, they must have been brought up uh, and blah blah.
1: Well, there's well certainly must have been some sort of stench around his uh, his room. Um, mm. I'm hoping, yeah, you know, maybe we can put the uh, the link to the to the story yeah. uh, uh, when we're finished because there, there's a video on there which shows that he was a complete hoarder. Um, yeah. In the video, it just shows his room basically just full of stuff lying around mm-hmm. you know i'm not a tidiest person to be honest but no he uh, makes me look tidy
0: there are other factors there as well i suppose there's things that also link up with men like orders and things like that but obviously yeah just a warning if um if anyone does research the or not off the video um just be careful because sometimes like with Google images or Google videos you will see the pictures of some of the dolls and stuff so if you're not comfortable with that or you don't want to see it then don't put the name into Google because you will see the um, dolls but yeah I think we've sort of covered everything on that there's not a lot I think like anymore. you
1: know like- you know, I'm actually looking at a picture now of uh, kind of almost a before and after picture, and it's it's pretty disturbing. Yeah. To be honest, it's pretty good. raised so many points, and mm-hmm. you know, I, we've all got a bit of time on our hands now, so please yeah. feel free comment, discuss. Yeah. You know, uh, there's yeah, you know, the, the last video we had over 400 people have a look, so I'm sure there'll be more people having a look at this. Yep. So you know, please put your comments on, and we yeah. You know, I'd love to discuss or debate anything, you know, regarding this.
0: Yeah, same as If anyone obviously wants to um, put forward a topic or anything like that, obviously we're not just Norfolk or um, we're not just doing cases or topics just in Norfolk, the same as we won't just be um, committed to doing historic, obviously the murder files um, and all posts they are pretty much um, older cases. So I think the podcast, obviously, it's nice to have, vary, like, variation, and it's also nice to be able to talk about things that are um, happening now with true crime and other subjects. Um, yeah, it opens the doors for everyone then, really, as well. And we can all sort of have a chat when things, like, such as, obviously, this is quite a serious one today. But, yeah, like, it doesn't have to be like that all the time we're like you said open to ideas debates and suggestions so yeah but it's been a pleasure as always
1: well thank you and you too and you know keep the posts coming they're always good I've (laughs) just um
0: I've just put the link on there
1: to oh no I won't I won't put that link on there because the first picture is of a dead Child, so I won't do that. So I'll leave that to you. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. I'll sort <laughs> m- m- Might
1: need, need a little bit more thought.
0: No worries, <laughs> that's fine. That's we'll, we'll sort something out definitely. But um, yeah, obviously, thanks everyone for watching. Um, we well, we haven't actually interacted with the comments a lot. There has is not a lot to comment on, really. I suppose when you're watching um, a sort of case like this, but yeah, like we said get involved, anything. Uh, Thank you for watching. Thank you for being a member and being here. And yeah, bye. Have a nice evening. Bye-bye. See you later, Andy. (laughs) (laughs)